This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball with former Major Leaguer Tony Gwynn Jr. and Odyssey Insider Cody Decker. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another beautiful week of Major League Baseball action, which means you're doing the right thing, which means you're listening right now to Big Time Baseball here on Odyssey Sports. Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, along with the legendary. You got him on New York Post. You got him on MLB Network. You see him everywhere. And, of course, the most important Twitter account in all of baseball, Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only legendary John Heyman. John, how are you doing, man? You are currently in a press box in New York. Am I right? I am good. I'm at City Field, Cody. It's uh, great to be here. Beautiful sunny day. A little chilly for me, but all good. Oh, man, I'm excited for that ball game and that series, actually, for the Mets going forward. I mean, the the Mets uh, and Miami's already been playing a very good series. Rogers on the mound today facing on Peterson. Um, I can't wait to talk to you about the Mets. I can't wait to talk to you about Scherzer, DeGrom, and McGill updates. There is so much to cover right now, but Major League Baseball in a very unique place. Um, And I can't wait to get your opinion on this, John, because it seems as though that we have a tale of two cities in Major League Baseball, very Dickensian, in that we know exactly who the best teams are in the American League. And it seems as though those divisions are pretty much set as far as we know who the contenders are. We're the National League, a lot more parity than I think we were expecting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the National League, I think, is stronger through the middle, through teams five, six, seven, eight. It's going to be some real competition for those final playoff spots. I think San Francisco's a good team. They may not make it. I think Philadelphia is a good team. They may not make it. San Diego, we'll see. They're doing well right now, but uh, they're going to have to fight a little bit. And again, the Brewers, Cardinals, same thing. So there are a lot of good teams that are worried in the National League. American League, not so much. You, uh, look, I don't think there's going to be a 500 team or worse in the American League that makes the playoffs, but you might get in with 84, 85 wins. We shall see. Yeah. Uh, and, and looking at the the weaknesses and the strengths throughout the league, I mean, the trade deadline is coming up. It is looming around the corner. I mean, we are at least a, a, over a month away still, but it is coming. And there are teams that do need to improve. I mean, the teams that are massive disappointments to me so far. I mean, let's just go through the American League just for starters. We'll look at the contenders that are taking place. Obviously, the Houston Astros are not going away. No matter how much I truly want them to, they are here to stay for the foreseeable future. Um, 
clearly running away with that division right now. The Angels in second place, they're they're already 10 games back and they're below 500. The AL West, a massive disappointment. The Yankees, I mean, just the most juggernaut team in baseball right now, almost seeming unbeatable starting their series against the Rays today. And uh, listen, it's the it's the central. The AL Central is the most unique thing here because it seems like everyone in the division is a disappointment. You know, uh, I think it's a top-heavy league. I think you've described it accurately. The Yankees are a juggernaut. Um, you know, to be at this point at 49 wins and be on pace for 120 wins, look, that's a record. The record is the last Mariners team to make the playoffs and maybe the last Mariners team ever to make the playoffs the way they're going. Uh, 116 wins in 2001. Yankees are on pace. I mean, the Astros, who you referenced, they are really good once again, whether we like it or not. Jays, I think, are a factor as well. But, you know, I'm going to be surprised if any of those three teams, if, if none of those three teams come out of the AL. Those, those teams look, look like the best to me. The other teams fighting for playoff spots, you know, you've got the Rays. Um, again, I think uh, punching past their weight, so give them credit. The Twins, I think they're doing a nice job. And the Guardians, boy, they've been very good, uh, surprisingly good. Um, obviously, an MVP candidate with Ramirez, although I think Judge is the MVP at this moment. Ramirez certainly has a case. And, uh, you know, the Guardians are one of the pleasant surprises in the American League. But, like I said, and I think you believe Yankees, Astros, Jays, really three heavyweights in the American League. After that, not too sure if anybody can get out of there. Yeah, and obviously, I, I kind of want to chat a little bit about this AL Central because obviously we can all agree that the White Sox up to this point have been a massive disappointment. Currently, two games under 500. They're not out of it. They're only five games back on the Twins. Twins have been okay this season. They are in first place. And like you said, they are only, uh, what, a game up on or a couple of games up on the Cleveland Guardians right now who are playing a lot better than we were all expecting. Do you think the Guardians have a shot to legitimately hold on and maybe fight for a playoff spot? Because it seems as though the AL Central, it's just not good. No one's going to pull away with this. Yeah, I, you know, I've got to give the Guardians props at this point. I never even considered them as a playoff team Me when neither. I was making my prediction. No, I don't know that anybody did. You know what? They make great decisions, great trades, good signings. And they're one of a handful of teams. I mean, the Dodgers, obviously, the, the Rays that can develop pitching. They're able to do that. But the, the trades that they make are exceptional. I mean, really, to, when they traded Clevenger, they got you know six or seven pieces. Several of them are helping them already. Um, they make good moves. They're a smart team. you got to give the credit to Chris Antonetti and Mike Chernoff. They do a good job with a limit, very limited payroll there. It's not at the bottom. They're very close to the bottom at this point. And of course, I was just at the owner's meeting, and uh, they uh, sold part of the team, Paul Dolan did, to David Blitzer, who's a part owner of the 76ers and the Devils. And uh, he has the right to take over in s up to six years, depending on what Dolan wants. So maybe they'll be able to spend some more in, in the future. But for now, you got to give the Guardians credit. They're making good decisions. Obviously, they've got Ramirez, who's been a star. You've got some other surprisingly good offensive players. Jimenez, Andres, who got for the Mets from – for Lindor and that deal, another good deal by the by the Guardians. I keep calling the Indians the Guardians. And, of course, Bieber is, a, is an ace, really good. And Classe, they got in a trade um, 
for Kluber. And uh, he's done a great job as a closer. So uh, I give the Guardians a ton of credit there. As we do this, they're in playoff position. Obviously, the Red Sox are right there. You've got a couple other teams not far behind, including the Rangers and the Angels. But right now, the Guardians are in playoff position, and I give them all the credit in the world. Yeah. Hey, let's switch it over to the National League side because the National League side, a lot more parody, a lot more intrigue, in my opinion. And quite frankly, I think the trade deadline is going to be very unique, specifically on the NL side, just because there are so many teams that are legitimately in this. Let's just look at the East. You got the Mets, Braves, and Phillies all very much in this. And you know what? I'll even sprinkle the Marlins in there. I don't think they're a playoff team, but they're not a bad team, and their pitching staff is fantastic. Absolutely. I'm, I'm watching right now. Their pitching is excellent. Alcantara is a Cy Young contender. We've got Rodgers going today, who was really good as a rookie. He's taking a little bit of a step back, but very talented. Um, you know, between Alcantara and Lopez, they've got a very good one-two punch. Uh, they're a solid team. They've lost a lot of one-run games. Seem to be settling on Tanner Scott as their closer. That's been an issue. Who is the closer in that bullpen? Um, you know, I, I don't think they're a playoff team, but it feels like the National League is deeper. You know, and if they were in the American yeah. League, they're they're a contender. In the National League, I, you know, I think we might see the Phillies, Giants, maybe out of it. You know, we'll see. Maybe they won't make it, but they're certainly fighting to get a playoff spot. You know, Cardinals and Brewers are fighting. Um, a lot of good teams in the National Braves are going to make it. They're going to, I mean, we, we said all along, they're going to be a playoff team. Got off to a slow start. They've come up a little quicker than they did last year when they won the World Series. Uh, they're clearly a contender at this point. But, uh, you know, Mets, Braves, Dodgers, probably the top three teams right now. But Central's got some uh, dangerous teams as well. Um, so there is a team I want to talk about. And the reason why I want to talk about this team is not in the, the best way. Uh, because last week I was telling people, Hey, I think it might be time to take out a flyer on the NL West for the San Diego Padres. I think their pitching staff is better than the Dodgers and they're going to get Fernando Tatis Jr. back. I was really excited. And then yesterday, the worst possible thing happened to that lineup. Manny Machado goes down with an ankle injury, no official timetable yet, but, of the injuries that are taking place around the league, Manny Machado goes down. Mookie Betts headed to the 10-day IL. Scherzer apparently reportedly may be back as soon as this Sunday. DeGrom looking to come back. Miguel just hit the IL. Which team right now is most greatly affected immediately with these injuries? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the Padres. I didn't mention them as one of the World Series favorites, some of the Mets, Braves, and Dodgers, but I had them as a playoff team from the start. I love their pitching depth. Certainly, uh, Gore and Musgrove have been great at the top there. Very good one-two punch until Scherzer and DeGrom come back. I think that's probably the best one-two punch in the National League, though, of course, the Marlins, who I mentioned, have a good one themselves in Alcantara and Lopez. Um, you know, of the injuries, I, I do think Machado, who's got a four-war. To me, Machado and Goldschmidt are the co-MVPs to, to this point. In the league, I don't think either team could afford to lose either one of them. Uh, obviously, San Diego's still waiting on Tatis to get back from his wrist injury from the motorcycle accident. And, um, you know, since he is not back yet, they will need Machado, hopefully for their sake, not to be out too long. But it looked ugly. Um, not a fracture of the ankle. Looks like a sprain, but that still could be weak. So 
you know, he was carrying this team for a while. Cronenworth has come on a bit. They've got, you know, obviously Hosmer's had his moments, but uh, the pitching has carried them. I do expect them to be a playoff team, but to me, of all the injuries, and there are a lot of them, you mentioned Betts, and obviously the Mets, we've got the two great pitchers still out, and Scherzer are hoping to get back next Sunday. Uh, Machado, that is a key, key injury because, I mean, frankly, he was carrying this team for a long time. He was. In fact, I would go and say that that of the injuries, that's devastating. You mentioned the ankle injury, no fracture. I would like to give a little extra context to this because we don't know the degree of the ankle injury as of this moment. I had the exact same play happen to me in 2011. It was a tough injury. I ended up with a grade three ankle sprain, no fracture or anything like that. But for me, it was a three and a month, three and a half month injury. And when I came back, I came back at maybe 50%. Um, Ankles can be very tricky. It just depends on the player, depends on the treatment. And I hope for a swifty and quick recovery for Manny Machado. But man, I, that that injury is devastating to the San Diego Padres. Because just think about this. That, that, that infield just went from its normal uh, depth of being Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Cronenworth, Hosmer, to Kim... Abrams, Cronenworth, Hosmer. That is a devastatingly different infield. Absolutely. I mean, at full strength, that's one of the best infields in baseball and the best left side in terms of offense and defense overall. I mean, in baseball, you may not say Tatis is one of the best defensive shortstops, but overall, offense, defense, you cannot really beat Machado and uh, Tatis. Incredible players, and they're both going to be out. I mean, Machado, hopefully he's a quicker healer than you, Cody, but those ankle injuries can be tricky. Oftentimes they are a week, a few weeks. Occasionally they are months as yours was. Hopefully that is not that, that is not the case because that will be a devastating injury for Machado. As I said to me, you know, I, I probably go Goldschmidt for MVP right now, but it, it's a coin flip between Machado Goldschmidt. And I mean, you got to say Betts is another guy in the mix and now he's going to be out. Uh, and that, that hurts them, too. I mean, yes, it does. you know, Absolutely. looking at that team, they've been a little top-heavy, a little surprising that, uh, you know, Freeman, Turner, and Betts, terrific one, two, three in the order. Uh, Justin Turner has slowed a bit. You know, uh, the middle of the order, Bellinger is not the MVP player that he was a few years ago. Um, you know, I think the loss of Betts will hurt the Dodgers. They're obviously going to be a playoff team anyway, but uh, – that, that's that injury hurts a lot too yeah uh and also on top of that you know we mentioned you mentioned Goldschmidt and the Cardinals Cardinals getting ready to start a series against the Milwaukee Brewers Michaelis and Burns on the mound tonight that's going to be a fun fun game especially after Michaelis just missing out on his no hitter in the two outs in the ninth inning last week and Corbin Burns hey uh you know starting to get back to his Corbin Burns ways obviously defending Cy Young champ he's uh Gonna be likely a finalist this year, obviously, with these two teams battling it out in that division. But the reason why I bring up these two teams is not because I want to talk about their playoff futures, but it's, I want to bring up the trade deadline because trades haven't been mentioned a ton as of yet because we are getting closer to the All-Star break. We're getting close to that time. And teams are going to start looking to pick up arms, most likely. But there are some other names out there that I think can help help some teams. And I want to look more of the offensive side than the pitching side. And a name that immediately comes to my mind is Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz is clearly a guy that's going to be moved from Washington. Where do you think is a place where what Nelson Cruz can help a team win? 
Yeah, I mean, Milwaukee, you just mentioned that division. I mean, they, they need hitting, obviously. Uh, you should mention Lorenzo Cain, who was DFA'd, and, you know, and mm-hmm. took it very well. What a professional, what a true gentleman. I had a really good career. I talk in the past tense, but, you know, obviously <clears throat> it looks like he's not really a hitting threat at this moment. So um, he was DFA'd, and, you know, he kind of spoke as if it's potentially – the end of his career, but it was a very good career if it is over for him. But, you know, I just I just saw Milwaukee, and uh, they can hit home runs, but they do not hit for average at all. You know, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm not sure they had a hitter that was over 250 in that lineup. I mean, maybe they had one or two. You know, Yelich was getting hit a little bit better lately. You got Raddy Telez, who was having a nice year, but and Adamas hits home runs at shortstop, but – they they could use some more offense. So that's a team that could look at Nelson Cruz. Not going to be a ton of offensive talent on at, available at the deadline like there was last, I mean, last year. You know, we had Trey Turner traded, we had Chris Bryant, we had Rizzo. I mean, Cubs and the Nats had a lot of great stuff to move. Once again, yes. the Cubs and the Nats are not very good, and they'll be two of the teams that are selling, and they have some pretty good – guys to trade. I mean, they have Nats have Bell as well. Tanner Rainey is a good reliever. Uh, they've got some potentially good pieces to move. The Cubs, we know they potentially have a Hendricks who not having a great year, but he is Kyle Hendricks, so I think he, he could bring something back. Uh, they've got David Robertson who is having a very nice year closing for the Cubs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Ian Happ potentially could be a guy, Stroman, if he gets healthy. So those could be two of the teams that could be uh, sellers, but it is clearly a seller's market. There are going to be a lot of teams that are going to think that they're in it or maybe in it, you know, that we thought would be potential sellers like maybe Texas. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, I don't think the, the Phillies are not going to sell. The White Sox, despite having a terrible, and I agree with you, probably the most disappointing team in baseball. They're a buyer. So, I mean, you know, out of the 30 teams, we probably have 20 plus buyers and, you know, maybe one third sellers. And, uh, you know, Juan Soto's not going to be traded. The big stars are not going to be traded as of now. You know, we'll see what happens. Obviously, a lot of things change late, but, you know, if the team's selling and you're selling even an offensive piece now, you're going to get quite a quite a lot for it. Andrew Benetini's a guy potentially Carlos Santana if he keeps getting healthier and hitting hitting better potentially is a guy that Kansas City could move but um, not not a ton of big stars on the market it's going to be a feeding frenzy it's going to be a real real seller's market you know one name you didn't mention with the Cubs now I don't expect them to bring in much of a haul because he is a catcher in his 30s but right. Wilson Contreras I think is going to be an interesting glad name. you brought him up yeah, yeah. absolutely uh, uh, there are two right. teams He's, specifically that I well, think the could Giants use him are right one. the Giants yep. are one who's your other team for Wilson Contreras I was 
I was going to say the Mets because they're currently hurt with McCann down. And, uh, you know, currently they're throwing Tomas Nito out there quite a bit. And honestly, with Grandal down and Reese McGuire, the White Sox could really use it. Yes, I'm with you on the White Sox. Grandal has not been good this year at all. No, at all. I mean, I don't know what happened to him. And his OPS was over 900 last year. This year it's 400 points lower. That's mm-hmm. quite a discrepancy. So I'm with you on the White Sox as a potential landing spot cross town for Contreras. I know that be an upset because we're all looking at the Giants right now where they've got uh, um, Casale and Wins as their catchers with Bart sent down. Obviously, Posey retired. I mean, if I'm them, I'm getting on the phone to Posey right now and trying to bring him out of retirement. But, I mean, that's, you know, obviously about a thousand and one shot of happening. They've already had a day. They've already had a day for him. He looks so good and so happy there. And he's already got a Hall of Fame career. So it's probably a a hundred thousand to one shot, but to me, that's the team for Contreras. The Mets, you know, I'm I'm there every day. They do miss McCann, but he'll should be back soon. They had a two sixty seven ERA with him, and they are spending yeah. ten million dollars a year on him. So it's hard to see them going out and getting a ten million dollar catcher and putting him on the bench. I know. I talked to Steve Cohn, and he's open to doing different things, and he's already up to two hundred ninety million, and you know, uh, you know, money's. Not really an object for him, but, you know, there are going to be some limits, I think. And, uh, you know, McCann is a good defensive catcher, and I think that once he comes back, that situation will be settled. Nito's fine as a backup. He's had some clutch hits. So I, I'll be surprised if the Mets go that route. Uh, they could they could even call up uh, Francisco Alvarez, their top prospect, who over the last month in June has a 1,177 OPS. So he's uh, 20 years old catcher pretty tough to put him on a team with a staff with obviously Scherzo will be back soon the Grom will expect to be back to put him on a staff with you know guys on their way to the Hall of Fame and you're 20 years old probably difficult but I think the catching situation will be okay with McCann so but I like your White Sox as a second team along with the Giants for Contreras and I, it was a negligent of me to leave him out because that's a big piece for them I mean you got a catcher who's hitting a ton in the year where nobody's hitting. Yeah, absolutely. And what do you think? Is it just, it's, it's so weird. We were talking about these teams that like the Dodgers who are not having, are not playing their best baseball at the moment. The Rays not playing their best baseball at the moment. All these contending teams not playing their best baseball at the moment, but just listen to these names that are on the IL everywhere. Manny Machado, Mookie Betts, Scherzer, DeGrom, McGill, Jose Ramirez, Alvarez, uh, uh, Harper's got a got a, a blister. Wander Franco's been down. Tim Anderson's about to get uh, start his AAA assignment. It's just been injury central. Not not only this year. It seems as though since the pandemic season, injuries just running rampant throughout Major League Baseball. Well, yeah, we did have a shortened spring training, and that they were afraid that might affect the pitchers. And we've certainly had seems like a lot of injuries. But you know, but baseball's a tough sport, as you said. You had a three month uh, ankle injury. You play every day. There's a lot of travel. You know, obviously football, there are collisions. It's obviously very rough. I'm not going to say it's football, but you're playing every day. You're making movements. There, there are, There is contact occasionally. You can get hit by the ball. You know, there are a lot of injuries, and pitching is not a natural thing. And uh, obviously we've seen a lot of guys with Tommy John this year, unfortunately. Ryu, we saw go down with Tommy John this past week. And uh, it's it's... It seems like an epidemic. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's been bad. And to a lot of 
great players. You mentioned Wander Franco. That really hurts the Rays. You know, I you know, personally don't think the Rays are as good as they're to me, they're always punching above their weight. Give them credit. They make good good moves. They're a smart team. They're always ahead of the curve. But uh, to me, I don't put them in that heavyweight category. The Dodgers, I, I think they've underachieved this year. They, they're they're obviously a heavyweight, and uh, you know they're fighting right now with the Padres. And I'm with you. I think the Padres, despite the injuries, are a threat because of that pitching staff. You got you Darvish as your number three starter, and you've got Gore, who's fantastic. People haven't seen him; he's terrific. And Musgrove, you know, pitching for a contract has been unbelievable. Uh, that is a very good top three. The Dodgers have gotten very good um, stats from their starters. Gonsolin's been really good. Urias has been good. But obviously they've lost Bueller. Kershaw's, you know, at this stage, I think he's the best pitcher of the last 50 years. But at this stage, somewhat fragile. So, you know, San Diego, to me, has that pitching that uh, that could carry them. You know, they, they they are a clear, clear threat. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. They really they really are. Hey, that not to go back and talk about the White Sox, but oh, yeah. you, we just we just said they're the biggest they are the biggest they are. of the season. Uh just so frustrating to watch. And I, I've described it the, the reason that they're so frustrating to watch, especially in the city of Chicago, because it's clear that the Cubs completely punted. I feel like Cubs fans are just as frustrated the White Sox as White Sox fans are because the Cubs fans are sitting there rooting for a team that's not going for anything and it punted before the season even started. And you look over at the South Side, they are trying to win right now, knowing full well their window is about to close if they don't win in it. Yeah, I mean, I go on every week on the score and on a station, and it's the same story every week. I mean, we, we get, got a little praising for the Cubs there for stopping the uh, Braves' 14-game winning streak and ending their own 10-game losing streak. But you're absolutely right. Punted is the right word. They punted this year. It's unfortunate. I mean, this is a big, big city, big market, huge revenue team. Not a good thing for the Cubs to do. I mean, I think the White Sox went about it right. They have a lot of young talents, best bullpen going into the season. They've lost. I mean, now Hendricks is now struggling with an injury. You've got Kelly with an injury, Bummer with an injury, Crochet out for the year uh, with the surgery. Uh, I mean, they've obviously had a lot of injuries, but and, and they've played a, a tougher schedule than you would imagine in that division. I think it'll get easier for them as they go in that division, and I expect that uh, they will improve as they go, but I mean, they are the most disappointing. To be under 500 as we do this, uh, really shocking. I mean, they're getting good good performances from Kopech and Cease out of the rotation and Cueto. Cueto has uh, been, been resurrected and good for him. But, uh, you know, between their injuries and their bullpen and their underperformance on offense, just terrible, they are the most disappointing team. I am with you 100% Kobe. You know, um, final question for you, John, and I want to stay on the American League side because there is a team that we've discussed as a legitimate World Series contender, and that's the Toronto Blue Jays. But listen, we can't deny that the Yankees are just, like we said or earlier, a juggernaut team, arguably the best team in Major League Baseball. What moves do the Blue Jays need to make this trade deadline to topple the Yankees this year? Well, you'd probably optimally like to see them re replace Ryu. As Stripling is doing a serviceable job filling in, you'd like to see them get a starter. 
Uh, I, I like Romano at the back end of that pen. I'd like to see them maybe bulk up the pen a bit. Um, you know, offensively, they should be good enough. I really, I really think the pieces are there to contend with the Yankees, and they did it yesterday as we do this. They had a great game beating the Yankees 10-9, coming back on the Yankee bullpen and beating them, and give them credit, even winning one game over the Yankees is an accomplishment at this point. It was a nine-game winning streak for the Yankees. I mean, the way the Yankees are going, I, you know, I, I just don't see anybody catching them. You know, they've got five excellent starting pitchers. I mean, you, you could put any one of those five on the All-Star team. Seriously, they could have five starters on the All-Star team. Uh, I mean, Cole with the 333 ERA has probably been the worst of the five to this point. That shows you how good that rotation has been. And I, I frankly don't see anybody stop, stopping them in the regular season for the division. But, you know, obviously the, the playoffs is a little bit of a crapshoot. They will be favored. be interesting to see how they do once they get there. But, uh, the pitching is too good. Judge, to me, is the MVP at this point, although Ramirez does have a case. I see that. Um, you know, I just don't know if they're going to catch the Yankees. But I, I, I would say they would look at pitching because, to me, their offense should be good enough as it is. Pitching, pitching, pitching. Everybody's going to be looking into pitching, and I cannot wait as this season goes forward. More big-time baseballs. The trade deadline is around the corner. I cannot wait to get deep into the weeds of everybody that's going to be available. The buyers, the sellers, you name it. Major League Baseball is getting exceedingly exciting. It's warming up out there. The ball is flying a little bit more. John, you enjoy yourself today over there uh, at City Field. Uh, absolutely. Check out John everywhere he is. You can find him on Twitter at John Heyman. Of course, check out all his stuff on New York Post and MLB Network. You're all over MLB Network, John, and I watch it nonstop. You're killing it. I cannot stress enough, guys. The One of the greatest baseball minds out there, John Heyman. Make sure you follow everything he's doing. Cody, so nice. You're always a pleasure, and let's do it again next week. I cannot wait. You can follow me at Decker6 on Twitter and everywhere else on Instagram on Antihero Baseball. And guys, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to Big Time Baseball wherever you get your favorite podcasts. That's it for us. Myself, John Heyman, Big Time Baseball for Odyssey Sports. Beat it! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.